Hello and welcome to the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast. I'm Cathy Love. I started life as an OT, had a, an amazing, crazy private practice which I sold. And what I do now is help allied health business owners create a business that serves them, the time, the money, the joy that they absolutely deserve. And this is where my idea for the podcast started. What I want to do is to capture how hard allied health business owners in Australia work to achieve their dreams, to support their teams, to create amazing outcomes for their clients. So sit back, beverage of choice, drive safely, walk carefully, however you're listening in, and I hope you absolutely enjoy Oh, it's usually good to start a podcast laughing with the guest. Uh, <laughs> uh, for our listening pleasure today, we have Jeremy Stretton, uh, who is the CEO of Business Legal Lifecycle. He's the CEO of probably a ton of other other things as well, but we know and love Jeremy for his um, yeah business brain and his legal brain and bringing that those two pieces together. I'm waffling. How are you, Jeremy? I'm very well, thanks, Kathy. We'll just keep laughing, I guess. <laughs> we just laugh through the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it probably would be a first and possibly welcome. Goodness me, when we think about the life and times around us at the moment as we're mm. recording in this early part of 2022. So, what, um, if we kind of just tap in on this sort of businessy stuff, what, mm. what have you been noticing the last the last six months or so on the business scene. Yeah, I think um, you and I were kind of just chatting about it before, mm. before we recorded. Before we remembered to hit record. <laughs> uh, and, and it's really around that um, you know, so many people have been shut down with COVID. Uh, yeah, it's a lockdown without a lockdown. Yeah, I'm in Brisbane. It is. You're, you're in Victoria. Uh, and, and yeah, it's the same thing everywhere in Australia. Everyone's been shut down without really being shut down. And so it's presented a whole raft of, of challenges that we didn't expect to have. Uh, and all of the, yeah, there's no relief for anyone out there. Well, I think there's some little bits of relief for some people, but not, but not for most people. So uh, it, it's been a real challenge we've seen out there in the community. And then you throw in, you know, this, this um, uh, rising interest rates, potentially the inflation, yeah. uh, an election now. <laughs> I don't know whether this will be on before Weather or after events, the election. <laughs> international tensions. It's it, it's really the last six months has just created a level of anxiety out there that, um, mm. you know, at least for me, being in Brisbane, I didn't see that in the first part. Obviously, being in Victoria, the, 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 um, you heard about uh, it. Yeah, I heard. I certainly heard about the anxiety there, but it's, it's certainly mm. palpable up here. How just how anxious everyone is. Uh, I mean, it's not a good place to be for everyone. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of that lockdown light. You. Well, it, it's it's sort of that roller coaster. You literally don't know which clients you're going to have next week. You literally don't know which team you're going to have next week. Mm. And um, people are kind of getting this COVID Omicron piece again, or they're just not shaking it off and setting into this long COVID piece. And mm. just when business owners were just starting to feel as though they could kind of get their head uh, above the parapet, it's just this rolling uncertainty on all fronts. It, it is, and I think the, the, I think say the comforting thing, but the thing that everyone needs—it's probably not comforting—but the thing that everyone needs to remember is every, everyone's kind of going through it at the same time. So, yeah. 
So, and we will get through it. It's like like the the, you know, the 2020 and the, all mm. the stuff that happened in 2020. We will get through it and we will come out the other side and you've just got to keep on pushing on and, and keep going and the rewards will come. Uh, you know, yeah. we hope we hope that this will be the new Roaring Twenties. <laughs> if, uh, oh, if, you reckon? I hope so. I mean, I mean, yeah. especially, again, for me in Brisbane, we've got the Olympics in 10 years' time now. So, yeah, it's going to be a, a big decade of, of growth up here uh, and that will go around the country as well, I'm sure. Uh, so I think that's... Depends a, on what mascot you pick. Sorry? It depends what mascot you pick. <laughs> I hope this doesn't offend anyone, but if they pick the ibis, I think I'm going to move away. I hate the ibis. <laughs> were you? Were you going to move to? You going to move to Victoria? I might, I might come down to Victoria instead. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what we're doing well down here, but someone might find something. <laughs> someone might find something. Um, I think there's also. Um, I think it. I, I think this uncertainty just hits us everywhere across our life lifestyles as well you know mm. we had the audacity to wander down to our favorite pub um which i'll take you to next time you're in melbourne on a monday evening and we were mortified that it was closed but a quick couple of phone calls to whoever we knew they said no they, they can't get staff so yeah. Yeah. you know big famous pub can't get staff um so it sort of is it's very close and it's still mm. not um resolving and i don't know about your supermarkets but Ours have got, it's just standard now that there's gaps in shelves and it's 25 packets of carrots because there used to be one packet of carrots and 24 other things. But um, it's it's sort of just everywhere we look. And I think it's really challenging for business owners to kind of keep their mojo on this and to keep the right amount of optimism. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's funny in the sense of it's unfortunate when you go into the supermarket and there's no, there's no carrots again. there's no carrots no toilet paper there's no bread yeah and you just yeah you just shake your head and up here we had the floods recently uh, obviously northern new south wales had a, a worse mm. than we did but that, that caused a whole other problem so i think there is there is all that but but the message still remains that we will get through this and we will come out the other side and we'll be better and stronger for it and it's just Boxing on, <laughs> yeah, is the is the really the that's the advice that I'm giving to my people. It's just just box on. You'll get through it, and we'll come out of it stronger the other side. Because yep. other alternative is there. Yep, exactly right, exactly right. So you're not one to twiddle your thumbs. Uh, we're all fans of your wonderful uh, book, The Business Legal Life Cycle. Where's the book up to? Yeah, so um, I've, I've released. I can't remember where I was last time I was on your podcast. I can't remember either, so we'll just pretend that we'll just start. <laughs> so we, we, we've released the UK version uh, and, uh-huh. uh, and we've released the US version as well. So uh, we've gone to those two countries. We I've written the South African version uh, and I was meant to be going there to finalise it in April or March 2020 and that obviously hasn't happened. So mm. uh, in the next year or so I'll, I'll go over there and um, and I, I get a lawyer to help me rewrite the book, Cathy. I get them to, yep. to read what the Australian law is and then give me the resources that they have on how the law is different in the other country. Um, and so... Uh, that that's that's a really interesting project for me because I love the international space and I love seeing how the laws are different and then really not that different. You know, for the listeners overseas, uh, you know, the, the laws really at a high level aren't that different. How we implement them is, is uh, you know, different in each in each country, in each state, you know, in the states, mm. each state in, in Australia, each state. But the high level of what you need to do, it's all there and it's all very, very similar. I think that the books are, I think the UK version is about 20% different 
and the US version is 25% different than the Australian. Goodness. Yeah. Goodness. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, so we do have listeners all over the all over the world. Um, I did attempt to prepare for this conversation by looking for the book, and yet again, it's MIA, which just makes <laughs> me wonder who I've given it to and whether or not I'll get it back. So I may be placing an order um, because I don't know where my copy's gone. Do yeah, not know. <laughs> Run us through the concept of a business and its legal needs across its start to finish. Yeah, so uh, the, the, the need I identified was the fact that people aren't proactive with the law. They're very reactive. They, they solve problems and they solve legal risks when they arise and it ends up costing them a lot of money. So uh, you know, we have 13 phases and they're the steps that we've seen uh, I analysed over 5,000 businesses that I acted for uh, when I started this. And I actually, it's interesting, Cathy, in the international journey, I got the lawyers who I partnered with to check their clients uh, against the, the life cycle journey. And, and they said the same thing, that this, this was universal, that the, the phases of when, when people should take their certain steps mm. to, to reduce their legal risks are, are the same in different countries. And so we, we have 13 phases about what we need to do and then and how we do it and the book goes through and explains what it is that you need to do how how to do it and who to speak to as well so mm. who is it that you need to get and it's not always a lawyer as well it's sometimes it's an accountant sometimes it's a coach sometimes it's um, yeah. a, a different consultant so uh, that's what the life cycle is designed to do and designed to really help business owners to understand where are their legal risks what are the potential risks and then they can then go to a lawyer armed with the knowledge of what they might need and then go and get the advice about exactly how they go and do that for their particular circumstance. Yeah. What the book does so well is that is it kind of manages fear. So rather than fear of ever needing a lawyer, you will need a lawyer. Mm. But in these phases for these reasons and this is why and no need to be afraid, you're kind of armed with what you can go in and ask for and how to kind of get what you what you need um hmm. and and that's and that's that's what we want to achieve we want we want people yeah. to go in armed with that knowledge so that they can get the right things done because all too often you go and see a lawyer maybe when you start the business maybe you probably go and see an accountant and the accountant mm-hmm. just does it all for you you yep. might go and see a lawyer and then you don't really go and see a lawyer until something goes wrong and there's all these steps like making sure that your agreements with your uh, customers are right if you've got team members making sure your employment contracts are right thinking about protecting your IP that, that are missed because people, they don't want to spend the money because they see lawyers as expensive. They don't see it as an investment. They, they're afraid. A lot of people are afraid to go and see a lawyer. I was just about to ask, why is it that you guys are so scary? <laughs> well, I'm not. But yeah, no, like, you're not. <laughs> um, I, I, think, I think one of the reasons is that a lot of people see lawyers and lawyers portray themselves as more intellectually intelligent than than everyone else right they use big words they they talk in fancy concepts and often they're seeing people at their worst Mm. Uh, and so it's not deliberate but it's kind of this this feeling that yeah that they're doing they're just helping me out with these problems and so they become quite intimidatory intimidatory intimidating Intimidating, that's the word. I'm having yeah. a mental block. I was going to try and just move on from that, Kathy. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, and, and what happens is it just builds that that fear and it doesn't build the, the trust. Yeah, there's that great book, The yeah. Trusted Advisor, that talks about to know, like, and trust your audience. And, and mm. they just don't do that because they're too busy 
being the big person. So that that that's the reason why people feel intimidated by lawyers. And it's not deliberate. It's just something that happens over a period of time. I think the media's got a lot to answer for. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they've done you any favours. No, no. And all those TV shows, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, my life is not like Danny Crane's life. Isn't it? No, I wish it was, Yeah. <laughs> careful, careful, <laughs> careful, careful, careful. So, uh, yeah, like I've said on, you know, other conversations when we've spoken, it's the book that I wish I had in the early 2000s when I started my business. It would have just set out the roadmap really, really nicely. Um, as it was, I had a great lawyer, literally the literally the guy over over the neighbor's fence literally the neighbor and um yeah my my attitude to that was that um we I took a preventative approach I pretty much briefed him every six months yeah for years Mm. 10 years um because I knew that if I ever needed him I didn't want to have to give him a five-year backstory I wanted a five-month backstory um and that he I always felt that he was in my in my corner Mm. And that's and that's what let's say ninety nine point nine percent of business owners don't do, and and that's really to their detriment because you would have I've, I've plugged a lot of those legal risks because you would have spoken to the lawyer as you were going, whereas as I said before, most people maybe see a lawyer when they start the business, but most of the time not, and then they wait until mm-hmm. someone doesn't pay them or they have a dispute with an employee before they go and get advice, and yeah, th- there is that history that you've got to bring them up to speed with. And there's lots of stuff that you could have done to help yourself out earlier on. Yeah. And to put a pretty bow on the book that I sadly can't find right now um, is that it's not written in legalese. It's written in English and it's written from a business narrative point of view. Mm. So yeah, it's yeah. not not quite a page turner, but it's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Well, it's really practical and interesting. Yes. It's not, it's not, a, it's not one that you'll sit there reading every single page for all the way through. Well, maybe you will if you're interested in it. Um, uh, yeah, I did. I've yeah. seen, uh, I know a couple of our clients have um, sent photos. They've read it by the pool. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Very nice. And, and, and the, the idea of it is is definitely in plain English. It's, it's And it's written yeah. for everyone. That all, all the versions are written in the same style that's conversational and, the, and then gives those practical tips of what you need to go and do at every single stage so that you can go and do that, that information, yeah, yeah, go and implement what you've learned. Hey, it's Natalie Naker Consulting's team member jumping in here quickly to talk about one of our core brand values, Connection. That is why we have set up two really easy ways for you to connect with us on another level or find like-minded allied health business owners just like yourself. Join us and our growing community over at the Private Practice Made Perfect Facebook group. This is a vibrant and helpful community that shares some absolute gems to growing your business. Another way is by signing up to our love letter. (laughs) Only we could get away with naming a business newsletter a love letter. So get on in and sign up there so that you don't miss out on any of our events, freebies, new offers, and helpful industry insights that will keep you ahead of the game. Alrighty, let's dive back into the conversation. Alrighty, so I know I'm also not up to date really with um, how business owners can kind of get some assessment with you and Mm. to kind of get a bit of a diagnosis for want of a better word. What... That's kind of my medical thinking coming through um, <laughs> and my COVID medications wearing off. So what have you got? What have you got there? Yeah. So uh, there's a, a legal risk assessment tool that we have. 
So uh, basically what it does is you answer about 30 questions, takes about 10 minutes, and it identifies, identifies where you are in the life cycle. So as I said before, there's 13 phases. It finds yep. what phase you're in. It then tells you what you're missing from that phase. It tells you the stuff you're missing from the previous phases and then also tells you what you need to do going forward as well. And that so that's, a, that, that's a, available yeah. on our website uh, and people can, can go and do that. And we'll talk about that. We've got a special for the listeners as well uh, oh, regarding good. that. Uh, good to uh, know. If they're, if they're interested, uh, it, but it's a really powerful tool. Uh, if you go to a lawyer to get that type of advice, uh, you're looking at about $1,000. By the time the lawyer interviews you, mm. writes up their report, you know, three or four hours can easily pass. And what we've done is, is condense that into a nice, neat package that takes about 10 minutes uh, to, to get the result. And then you, you take that and you go and see a lawyer. If you don't have a lawyer, we can refer you to one. We have a network of lawyers all around the world, and we're continuing to build that. If there's any lawyers listening, um, and, and they're interested, we can uh, but hope. Always, always plug that uh, uh, because we we do we want like-minded people. It's it's a movement that we're doing, Kathy. Here, we're we're trying to change the way people approach the law and how they work with the law. And there's so many things that we can stop uh, business owners from having problems in their business. So many ways we can stop them from having problems in their mm-hmm. business if they just get that legal advice. And so, uh, you know, that, that, and that's why we, we've developed the, the, the tool and, uh, and it helps you, or the assessment, I should call it, uh, and it, it really finds those legal risks and helps, them, helps business owners to understand what they need to do. Mm, I hear the word you're starting a movement. I, I assume this is a really good thing. <laughs> well, I think it is. I, I think that the, yeah, as, we, as we've talked about before, there's this negative persona on lawyers. Yeah. There's this negative thought process around about dealing with the law and just dealing with lawyers in general. And we want to change that. You know, uh, one of my, you know, um, you know, using the Jim Collins framework, I'm not sure whether you're, you're, you're aware of that, but the, you know, the, the mission, as it were, is to really change the way that people interact with law. And that's your big, hairy goal that will take a long, long time to achieve. Yep. Uh, yep. And, and we're starting by just helping to build knowledge, a knowledge base around the law for business owners going forward. And that's our um, that's our BHAG, our big, hairy, audacious goal uh, over the next 10 years yeah. or so is to really make that advice accessible and then then we'll keep on building on that to really help really change that that perception of lawyers and the law and, and people's relationship with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there's still work uh, to kind of be done in helping allied health business, well, helping any business owners sort of get more comfortable with their role and their responsibilities rather than it always being a troubleshooting, putting out fires, crisis management kind of piece. We hear all of this language and we probably use it ourselves uh, so that there is a, a calmness and an acceptance around the fact that this is part of business, nothing to be frightened of, yeah. forewarned as forearmed or whatever that thing is, <laughs> and that there are people to help you with this. And just because you don't perhaps like it or feel comfortable with it, you, you can't avoid it. You just ignorance is not a defence with this. So yeah, I mean, so so many people say, oh, "I'll just let my lawyer deal with that." Uh, that that doesn't work. You know, you're 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 ultimately responsible for what goes on in your business. So get get the advice, understand it, and understand what you're doing uh, and why you're doing it. Because at the end of the day, the buck stops with you. It's, it's the same as yeah. We don't get into tax in the life cycle, but yeah, just use that as an analogy. If you mm. just rely upon, oh, my accountant told me to do this. That's not good enough. Yeah, you know, the, yep. the, the the ATO in Australia will come down on you if you've done the wrong thing. And it's not, as you said before, ignorance of the law is no excuse. You can't just say, oh, I didn't know. 
now people are worrying about their tax, Jeremy. <laughs> if you've got a good accountant, it's all good. I know yep. you've got a good a good accountant bookkeeper that, that you refer a lot of people to. So absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> very, very fortunate to have um good uh good people flying alongside us. Yes. All righty, so it is about responsibility. And um I think also that just gets me thinking about that sort of above the line behavior and that above mm. the line approach to business. You know what I mean by that? Oh, I do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that is stepping, you know, stepping up towards ownership and understanding what accountability is and responsibility is. And that stuff below the line is about blaming others and finding excuses and reasons for not doing things. That's kind of a bit of a red light, uh, red light for uh, for trouble, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, if people listening kind of want to do the assessment, we'll provide the link to it somewhere near yeah. the show notes, somewhere near to where you're listening to us. There'll be a link. Um, I've done assessments like that in the past, and mm. do all sorts of bits and pieces that I find, and I know what's going to arrive in my inbox. Like I, I know that there is then I have a responsibility to read it mm. and to own that information and do something with it. Sometimes that even stops me from doing the attractive online quiz or whatever it is because yes. I know there's going to be a reality in about 90 <laughs> seconds. Yes, although there will be, and, and that's that's what you're going to get with it. You're going to get a, a report, a PDF report. So it comes up on the screen and you get a PDF report. You'll also get an access and a portal on our website that has all of the things that you need to do. Uh, and then you have the option, as I said before, of getting a referral to a lawyer. And we've just recently released an education course, an online education course that uh, people can take to learn about their phase or all the phases uh, in, in a video format that, that goes more in depth than really anything we've done before. Uh, which is really I know funny. nothing about this. <laughs> so talk us through what this is. So it's a it's a uh, education How much going platform. on. You clearly have not been out on the golf course too much. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> well, you've been so busy, you've got so much stuff oh. done. Oh, I've been playing plenty of golf. Just, oh, have you? Okay. <laughs> um, no, no, just kidding. Um so has it improved though? Has your golf improved? It's one thing to play. I think it has improved. Yes, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, it, it, but it's starting at a very, very low bar. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So, what's the overview on this program? This learning program. Yeah. So, so there's two different ways you can do it. You can sign up um, and get just one of the phases. Uh, so there's 13 phases. You get access to that for a couple of months, or you can sign up for the whole 13 phases for a year. And basically what we do is there's a bunch of videos. They're short videos. They're, they're, I think the longest one's about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it's me explaining the legal concepts and there's workbooks so that you can actually work through and work out and take lots of notes. I, I'm a big fan, as I know you are, Kathy, of taking notes and making sure that you've uh, always got a pen because if you don't write it down, it goes in one ear and out the other. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so we provide lots of workbooks and, we, and, and, it, and through there I explain the different concepts and really go deeper than the book. Uh, so that people can really learn that next level. So it's designed for business owners who really want to really understand what it is that they need to do and why they need to do it. And the, the course, it's in plain English, and, uh, and there's and there's lots there's lots of parts to it. Uh, and but it's designed to be able to do in short bursts, or you can do it in, in a long burst, but no more than than ten minute videos 
with workbooks that allow you to, to really map out what you need to do and really have that understanding of what you need to do to then mm. go and get it done if you need to for your business. For this, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. No. It, it works on every industry. We do talk about, uh, in, in some of the videos, we might talk about some specifics for different industries mm. as well because there are specific laws for industries. Uh, however, the the vast majority of it, like 99% of it, is really important for every single business owner and it's designed for all, for all industries. Mm. If someone works through the phase that they're in and, well, if they work through all 13, it sounds mm. sounding like astrology or something here with all the, <laughs> all the phases. What, what would they really take away from it, though? Uh, they'll really take away from it a really deep, deep understanding of what they need to do and why they need to do it. And they'll also understand what are some of the legal risks that might come up in the future if they do all 13 phases. Because people, when they when they take the assessment, they will they'll discover where they are. But yeah, they'll probably be, yeah, they might be in phase five. There's 13 phases. So they really need to understand what are the legal risks that are coming up. You know, what are the things or what they may not have quite plugged from the past. Getting yeah. to where they are, like That's the right. old Swiss cheese. <laughs> That's exactly right. So it's really. It's really giving them that understanding and we talk about taking ownership, accountability, responsibility. It yeah. allows them to do that because they really understand what it is, what's this legal concept that they might, you know, do, do they need to register a trademark uh, and, and what, what are the circumstances where they need to register a trademark? And we go through and give them a, a, a formula for working out whether or not they actually need to do that and whether that's actually an important thing for, the, for their business so they can work out whether that's a wise investment uh, in, in their future. Yep, yep. Yeah, I um, just would digress ever so elegantly and probably hopefully try and tie it back to something. Um, in the last week, I have been asked more often about employees and contractors than I probably have been asked in the last two years. Mm. Isn't that bizarre? It is. And there's also been a recent change to the law in, in, in that regard uh, in Australia. Oh, where... that, perhaps that's why I'm being asked. I better read the law or just ask you. <laughs> so so there, were, there were a few cases that came out recently. So we're, we're recording this in April 2022 for anyone who might be listening yep. to the future. Yep. And we will get back to the, the course thing. We'll get back. Yeah. But anyway, um, but I'm just fascinated important... by these trends yeah. that just disappear and then boom, they're back. So, so the big change is that, uh, and, it, and I think this will change back at some point, but if you've got an employee and contractor, one of the, the fundamental uh, legal principles was if, so, if, if if the person called themselves a contractor but they smelt like an employee, they looked like an employee, they were an employee. Quack, yep. yeah. It was, it was pretty clear that that was the case. Mm. And there were a couple of high court cases that came down early in 2022 which actually said no. If the agreement says it's a contractor, then you've got to have some really strong evidence that it's an employee. Now, there's no... No hard and fast rule about who's mm. a contractor and who's an employee, but the it's not a presumption of innocence or a presumption of employee or contractor, but it almost is. It's, it's like that kind of concept. The, the presumption was kind of always on the employee side and the presumption shifted to more if it says it's a contractor than the presumption or the presumption is whatever the agreement says. And I think that it's, it's an area that's really ripe for a lot of uh, disputes mm. and a lot of, mm. of, a lot of fights um, in court. And I think the... Personally, I think that the High Court's got that wrong. Um, I know why they've made that change, but I think that the 
the form over, or the sub sorry the substance over the form is a much better way of looking yep. at it. So what is it actually? What's the actual yep. arrangement? You know, yeah, yep. you know, I could call anyone anything, and you know, does that mean that that you know, that relationship is the same? It, it, I don't think that's right, and I think it's a case. I haven't read uh, the cases all the way through, but I've read a lot of commentary mm. about them, and my understanding is that it's it's a circumstance of of bad circumstances making bad law, and I think that so I think. I, I think that whilst people might hear that, oh, we can make people contractors just by calling them that, I think that they've got to be really careful not to just do that just for the sake of it. Or because they can potentially today. Yeah, today, but that might change in the future. Yeah. And and, and that's one of the, the the issues with the law is the, obviously the law can change, so you need to be up to date with it too. So I do talk about those risks in the course and it I, I think that yeah, as I said before, if, if they yeah, if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. It's probably a duck. Probably a so, duck. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, so we dig- digress, but the coincidence of me getting these questions and knowing that we were going to be talking this afternoon just was a bit freaky. It's a bit uh, <laughs> freaky. Um, and so those those people, the business owners that have been through the the education program, what do you call mm. it? That program? Oh, education pro- education course is what we call it. So, is it the yeah. education course? Education course. That's it. Because yeah, we, we are that's what educating. That, that's what we've come up with so far. Because <laughs> that's what it is. We're calling it what it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are they saying about it? Like what feedback are you getting when they kind of pop their head up and sort of say, oh, wow, you know? I mean, the, the feedback is that, yeah, that they're understanding what's in the in, in the content that they're really loving the content and it's explaining things to them that they didn't understand mm. before. And then that's empowering them to then go and see their their lawyer with a, with a real firm understanding of what they need to do. And that's really what we're designing it to do, Cathy. So we're really yep. designing it so that, so be, yeah, we're not, we're not designing it to do the legal work uh, because that that's what lawyers are for. We're designing it to help people get better legal advice. And that's really what, yep. what the feedback that we're getting as well, which is uh, exciting. So I guess it's that empowerment piece mm. so that you know a bit more, yeah. know what you want, know what you don't want. Exactly. Beautiful. Yay. You proud of it? I am very proud of it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real, it, it took a long time to put together and it's something that I, I think that, well, I know that is very useful for a lot of people and I know it's going to be a game changer for a lot of people to, to really build great, great businesses and you know, avoid all those legal problems that so many people can avoid if they just ha- get the advice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you go with all the videos? I love it. I love recording videos. Yeah? It's, it's funny, Kathy. Yeah, you know, a few years ago, I really didn't like doing videos or talking. Mm. Oh, it's hard to believe, right? That's why I <laughs> thought I might ask. I'm just. Well, a, a mutual uh, acquaintance of ours, yeah, yeah. Um, who you know, she, she helped me through that. Um, you know, the, the, those challenges that I had, and uh, you know, I was able to. Um, I, I just, I just love presenting now. It's, it's, it's amazing. Show him the stage door, and he's off. <laughs> and he's off. And that's all the story. Yeah, just to be clear on that, that's all the story that I was telling myself that I wasn't good at it, and yep. I was able to shift that that story. And yeah, and it, it's. I wouldn't be doing things like this if I if I if I still had that story. Yeah. So, that narrative rattling round. Alrighty, so we better provide a link to that education program. What will what, what we'll do? What are we going to do? What's the plan here? How are we going to be helpful? <laughs> Clearly, we have not thought this through. No, no, it's all good. So, so what 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 we'll have for the listeners 
is I'll, I'll create a special page on my website. Um, we'll call it PPMP22, and we'll put that in the show notes. Yep. Um, so because we recorded this in 22. Uh, and, and I've done some other shows with you previously. Uh, and, and that'll be a dedicated page for the listeners of this of this show. Uh, and if they want, if they, they're interested in taking the course, and they want, there's, lot, there's lots of resources on that website, uh, but we'll give them a free test. So the, the course, no matter whether they sign up for the, the, the phase, like a, a single phase or the whole thing, mm-hmm. we'll give them a free business legal lifecycle risk assessment Okay. Uh, so they can uh, really see what where their business is at, and we'll have the instructions on how to get all that um, on the webpage, so that they can they can claim that, and um, yeah, that way you can do the education course, but also know what your legal risks are, so that you you know what you're going to plug and what, mm. what risks you're going to, to solve. So we'll so PPMP twenty two, and we'll, we'll put that together. Alrighty, so. <laughs> People doing show notes, they'll just pick up those little gems and there'll be links and it will all be automagical. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> all good. All good. While I've got you, mm. uh, can I ask a bit of a question? I'm not, I'm just going to ask because it's actually my show. So I'm just going to ask this question ask anything you like. about, <laughs> um, about, and, and I, I, this is coming up a bit and I and it's been coming up in the COVID context and the HR context and mm. this intersection between HR and law, you know, gosh, that's has that not been a point of tension? What are your thoughts on when a business owner would go to and rely on the expertise of an HR type agency versus when they would go to a legal type agency? for the letter of the law around this. And it's around um, managing workforce and contracts and fair work and all of all of this. Yeah. So, so my view on this is that you want the HR manager, and there's lots of great ones out there, there's plenty mm. of people that you and I know uh, who do a very, very good job of this. Uh, they can help you set up all of the, the systems and procedures to make sure that you've got that all that stuff in place. Yep. They're also a good source of if you do have a dispute to go and see a lawyer at that point in time. Uh, and, and, and I think that in my, in my experience, the HR consultant uh, can do all that persistence and procedures and contracts. Uh, if there's any complexity to it, it's a good idea to get a lawyer to go and see it. Uh, so if it's not a just a standard kind of um, employment agreement and arrangement. And, and the ones that we know are, are, are smart enough to know when they don't. When, when what they, they don't do know they, and when yeah. it's beyond scope. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And to, to say that you need to go and get advice. So I would start with the HR consultant. Unless you're in a dispute, then I, I would probably look at a lawyer. Like if there's if there's mm. lawyer, yeah, if, if the other person's got a lawyer, then you want to lawyer up and, and make sure that it's all been dealt with. But I, I see that the HR consultants are primarily getting the systems and the contracts right, and then and then the lawyer comes in if there's a dispute or if there's anything that's more complicated that you want a lawyer who's you know got the legal training to and the drafting knowledge to to get that contract right that's that's yeah. the distinction i would make yeah good good thank you for that little free nugget all good <laughs> anything else that you would like kind of you would like allied health business owners to be uh thinking about given we are post pandemic and we're pre whatever's next probably locusts <laughs> or something um what's important for them to kind of keep in mind just to know that that yeah, you know, all every business is unique. 
Mm. But the business of business is the same. And so there's always a uh, there's always a way through this. There's, there's not a unique situation that someone hasn't been there before. So if you're facing a challenge or you've got an uncertainty, go and get advice, go and talk to someone and and, and let them help you through it because there's always a plan uh, and there's always a, a methodology that you can use. And it might seem intimidating. It might seem frightening to go and, to go and do that. But push through that because that's that's where you'll be successful at the end of the day. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you, as always, for your legal words of wisdom and also your generosity with um, that offer you put together before. I didn't know that that was coming, but I'm not even surprised because you're just so awesome at this. So you, uh, we will make sure that everybody gets that legal support from you guys and anybody else that they feel that they need to have in their corner. Yep. Sounds good. Thanks so much for having me on, Kathy. Pleasure. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For the show notes and other resources, our webinar replays, they're all available over on naker.com.au. And if you're loving what you're listening to, please subscribe. We don't want you to miss out on a single thing. And if you want others to get the same benefit that you've had from listening into these episodes, please share this episode and any of the others forward to any of your other allied health business colleagues. And we are totally here for you. Don't forget for a moment that you can jump on in and book that power call and uh, we can see how we can help you get the best of business done. Looking forward to seeing you there.